The Bible says in Proverbs 3, do not lean on your own understanding. Go to him in prayer and ask him, believing and trusting him. And as you keep working toward the goal, he is going to make a way because remember, he called Gideon out. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. I'm so glad you joined me today. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Do you feel like a mighty warrior of God? Or do you feel frail and weak today or hurting? Sometimes we feel like we could take a mountaintop. Then other times we feel so weak and so weary in our situation. Well, Gideon was a person in the Bible in Judges chapter 6 that felt the same way. And I want to start the story from the beginning in Judges chapter 6, verse 1. So before we start, let's just go ahead and pray to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, anything that comes out of my heart, my lips... Let it be edifying and glorifying to you and inspirational and encouraging to this audience. Well, I love you in the Lord, and I thank you for going to EncouragingMoments.com and giving your gifts and offerings. It's a crucial time for our ministry. No gift is too large or too small. We take 100% of the money, and we take it to share the gospel of Jesus Christ in the United States and around the world, and I want to thank you for that. Well, open your Bibles up. To Judges 6, verse 1, and we're going to read right out of the Bible the story of Gideon and how we can become a spirit of a champion, have that spirit of a champion like a mighty warrior in ourselves all the time. And so, in the very beginning of this chapter, it says, The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Well, They had sinned against God. You have to understand the background was they had been in 400 years of slavery by the Egyptians. God had called Moses and done many, many miracles, sent 10 plagues on Pharaoh to get Pharaoh to let the Israelites, God's people, to go. And then they crossed the desert and they had no water or food, but God supplied it through the rock. He he supplied it through the supernatural. He supplied it through the air, through um, manna coming down from heaven, and they could make bread out of it every day. And he supplied meat for them when they cried out for meat over the uh, ocean. It blew these quail in and these quail fell. And for miles and miles, as far as the eye could see, he fed them. So they saw the miracles and they heard the stories, but now they had sinned against God. What did they do? What they did was they worshiped a false god. They were starting to marry in and worship a false god. And the Midianites were terrible people, evil people, and they did not worship the one true God. They worshiped Baal. And this was a fertility god, so-called god, a false god. And they would bow and worship this carved out pole and they would kneel to it. And it infuriated God. So he put them under the authority of the Midianites, and he gave them up to them. And so this is when finally after seven years, he hears their cries again, and he sends the angel of the Lord to Gideon. And that's where I'm going to pick it up in verse 12. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all the wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt, but now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hands of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? 
Pardon me, my lord? Gideon replied, But how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest of Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Well, amen and amen. This is a powerful part of the Bible, and I really believe that every Christian should realize the first and number one thing that we should not do is worship any other gods. And you might be saying, well, I'm not worshiping any other gods. And I say to you, well, are you worshiping another god? Could it be that you put career before the Lord or a person before the Lord or a hobby before the Lord or something? And if you do that, you're putting an idol before God and he will not be happy. Now, I don't want you to think that God is running around trying to do something terrible to you, but he does not want you to worship another God. He's a jealous God. And look what he did to his chosen people. He really put the Midianites over them and they were powerless. And you might feel today that you're powerless. Maybe something has happened to you and you need God to rescue you. Well, you've come to the right place because in judges, Gideon didn't feel like he could do anything, but God was talking to him and he's talking to you. And that brings me to a point today. And I just want to ask you, do you feel like maybe God has been calling you lately? Maybe he's calling you to rededicate your life. Maybe he's calling you to do something for him. Maybe he wants you to turn away from the world and turn to him completely. Or maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus and you could do that. Whatever it is, don't ignore the call of God on your life. If he has called you, he will guide you and lead you and he will help you as you obey him and you serve him and not any other false God. And so this is such a wonderful, wonderful message. And Gideon was such a great guy. But, you know, God didn't want him to get the big head or Israelites to get the big head. He was about to do something wonderful in the life of Gideon. And Gideon had questions as all of us would, but God was saying to him, uh, I want you to go and I want you to get all your men together and I want you to get all the warriors together and I want you to gather them. And when he gathered them, there was like 20,000 warriors, but the enemy had 125,000 or more men. And they looked, there were so many of them that the, as far as the eye could see, it was just the sea of warriors and he only had 20,000 men. And God told him, he said, you know, if I let you win with 20,000 men, the Israelites are gonna say, we did this by our power. And they're gonna say, we're the great warriors. Jesus, through this angel, was trying to tell this man, Gideon, that you can go and you can take over the Midianites through my strength and my power. God tells Gideon to go in the strength he has. Am I not sending you, he says to Gideon, Judges 6, 14, and 16. And 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. And that's what God said to Paul in 2 Corinthians when Paul felt very weak. He had a stitch in his side and he couldn't get rid of it and he asked God to get rid of it. But he said, my grace is sufficient for you in this weakness. So it's not Gideon's strength, it's not my strength, it's not your strength, but it's God's strength, and he wants to give it to you today. And that's what I'm telling you right now. If God is calling you, he is going to make you a mighty warrior, and that's who you really are if you'll realize it. God tells Gideon, you have too many men. In Judges 7.7, 7, I'm going to read this to you, which is really funny. How can you have too many men? That's something Gideon was trying to ask the Lord. 
But if you look at 7-7, Gideon's talking to the Lord, and it says, You have too many men. I cannot deliver Midian into their hands, or Israel would boast against me. My own strength has saved me. He said, Now announce to the army, Anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So he told him, Anybody that's afraid, leave. And about 10,000 men... No, it was actually 22,000 men left. And Gideon had way too many men still. God still didn't want him to have any more men. So the Lord said, take them down to the water. And anybody who cups the water and still has his eyes up and looking, then that person is the one I want to you to choose. And so Gideon gets down to 300 men, only 300 men. Now, I want to ask you a question today. On one side, Gideon's got an army of 125,000 warriors against him and 300 men. Wouldn't you be afraid? Wouldn't you think to yourself, God, how is this going to work out? Now, that's my, that might be exactly where you are right now in the situation you find yourself in. But, oh, in the supernatural, God can do anything he wants to do. Don't put handcuffs on God. Don't put uh, your finite mind and your understanding. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, do not lean on your own understanding. Go to him in prayer and ask him, believing and trusting him. And as you keep working toward the goal, he is going to make a way. Because remember, he called Gideon out. He called him and said, am I not sending you? Am I not giving you my strength? Well, that's to every Christian today. You have the strength of God. You have the power of God. Christ lives inside of you through the Holy Spirit. And we have the Bible. And we know the Bible is true. And so here we are in this situation, whatever you find yourself in. And if you're worried and doubtful, don't be worried and doubtful. Because Gideon finally turns to the truth of God. So, God says, okay, I know you're worried, so I want you to go to the encampment at night. You've got 300 men against all these 125,000, but I'm going to show you something you're not going to believe. So he secretly goes down with one of his servants, Gideon does, to the enemy camp. And here's it, here it is in verse 13 of chapter 7 in Judges. Gideon arrived just as a man was telling a friend his, his dream. I had a dream, he said. A round loaf or barley bread came tumbling into the Midianite camp. It struck the tent with such force that the tent overturned and collapsed. His friend responded, This can be nothing other than the sword of Gideon, son of Joash. The Israelites God has given the Midianites and the whole camp into his hand. When you understand who you are in Christ, when you understand the truth of the Bible, when you understand that God is talking to you just like he talked to Gideon, I will help you to make the dream come true. I will help you to fulfill your goals. I will help you to do the message that I want you to give. I will help you to help others like I've called you to do. I will help you in every way of your life to get through a sadness, a sickness. I will help you to get through a death. I will help you to get to the other side of this financial battle. I will help you to get out of debt. I will help you. Amen and amen. It's not your strength. But as God guides you and leads you, and as you're faithful to work towards the goal and to, to kneel to God and to ask his blessing on your situation, just as Gideon's, the whole camp of 100,000 plus men were given to Gideon with just 300 men. And God gave him complete instructions on what to do. And that's another thing I want to tell you before I get off the phone. 
<laughs> before I get off this speaker tonight, <laughs> I want to tell you that if God's guided you, he's going to lead you and guide you and tell you exactly how you can do things. And you'll feel an intuition. You'll feel a tug on your heart. This is the way in which you should go. If you listen to God, it happens to me all the time. Anytime that I'm thinking about doing something, I hear God and I just go and do it. And uh, earlier today, the Lord put on my heart, take two of your books to a man who's been very sick and his wife, and they need you right now. So after after work and everything, I got the two books and signed them and drove about 40 minutes uh, after work and went over to the house and put those books down there. They weren't home, but I left a note. And I had such wonderful call from them tonight with tears. They had tears. It made me teary. Just the joy they had in their 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 voice about the books and that I would take time. And then I prayed for them. And I prayed healing. I prayed prosperity and favor over them. And gosh, they're doing so much better. I know when we left off the phone, they were so much better. That's what God wants to do for you tonight. And in Gideon's part, Gideon did exactly what God told him. He said, go up on the mountaintop and in darkness, attack, you know, attack them with just your song. And and here's what he said. I want you to want to read this to you. Uh, when Gideon heard of this dream and interpretation, he bowed down and worshiped God. He believed God. He returned to the camp of Israel and called out, get up. The Lord has given the Midianite camp into our hands, dividing the 300 men into three companies. He placed trumpets and empty jars in the hands of all of them with the Israelites with torches inside. Watch me, he told them. Follow my lead. When I get to the edge of the camp, do exactly as I do, and I and all who are with me blow our trumpets, then from all around the camp blow yours and shout for the Lord and for Gideon. And the whole Israelite group of men, 300 men, tranched. I mean, they just plummeted this whole group of over 100,000 Israelites. And how did they do that? They started running away from these trumpets and these sounds and the call of being attacked. And then Gideon called for help from all the surrounding communities and they attacked these uh, warriors. And Gideon, at the end, was the warrior that God told him he would be. Amen and amen. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this as much as I have today. I love you in the Lord, and you're important to me. Let me pray before I go for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that my brother or sister is a champion for you. They are a warrior for you. Let them understand that they are a warrior for the Lord Jesus Christ, and that if you've guided them and led them to a certain call on their life, that you will provide for them in Jesus' name. Well, until next time, be encouraged. For more encouraging moments, go to encouragingmoments.com or on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. 